Are you ready to become toxic person proof? Hey guys, Sarah K. Ramsey here to help you find love and success after a toxic relationship so you can design a life you're actually excited about living. Hello, wonderful. This is Sarah and I want to talk to you about three ways to avoid dating drama to build resiliency in your dating process, to not be so miserable in your dating process, and to start to feel better so you can find the love you are looking for. So point number one, you are in the business of dating. You are in the business of dating. You've gotta wrap your head around that mindset our love stories, our movies, our romance novels, I mean, all these things send this very energized, like love and love and love. And it creates this emotional attachment very early, even before you go on the first date. There's just so much emotion. I want you to imagine you're bringing a backpack with you on the date. And you've got all this like emotion like stuck in the backpack. We want to leave the backpack at home. Okay. We'll bring the backpack later. We can bring the emotion later. We can bring the hope later. We can bring the physical attraction later. We can bring all that kind of stuff later. But when you're very first starting out, especially in the texting, before you've even met this person, before you've even gone on a date with them or date one or two, we wanna try to leave the emotional backpack at home. If it's the right person, you can bring it with you the next time. One way to do this is to cut and paste responses. I have notes on my phone. If y'all have these notes on your phone, um, here's some notes about what I'm doing a podcast on. Uh, And so if you have notes on your phone, You can write cut and paste answers like, what are you interested in? What do you like to do? You know, what are you looking for in a relationship? Some of these questions that come up over and over and over. If you are putting the emotional energy, oh, let me figure out the right exact thing to say and let me look at his profile and let me this and let me that. One, you are trying to already start performing to be who they want you to be rather than who you are, which is a super big mess, then you're also putting all that emotional energy. And then if it doesn't work out, you're already exhausted. If you're cutting and pasting, yeah, I like to play piano, do yoga, and read books. Those are true things about me. But I'm not emptying out the emotional backpack to hope I get the right response. So you can cut and paste and have start to get some cut and paste answers to avoid getting too emotionally attached even before the date starts, okay? If it's the right person (laughs) and they're an emotionally stable person who's looking for a relationship, you don't have to get like this nuance of the right answer before they even meet you, I promise, okay? Now, if they start to say something really interesting or they're really witty or it's like, oh, this person's sticking out, you can go off script, But if you're building emotional resiliency through this dating process so that you're not exhausted by the time you find the one or the right person, 
Try the cut and paste approach. Remember, you're in the business of dating. There's certain emails when someone signs up for a call with me or something like that. I don't have to think every time, oh, am I going to say the right thing? Are they going to like me? Are they going to this? Are they going to that? I know who I am. I know what I want to say. And that's what I send. So one, copy and paste. Two, I want you to leave hope at home. Okay, we talked about that emotional backpack. I see so many women go into dating, a first date, a second date, a third date, and they've almost got like hope like strapped around their neck. Like it's like almost like choking them. Like there's so much hope going into this. That is very dangerous if you run into a toxic person. And we all know toxic people are easy to find. It's like looking for gum under a park bench. You can always find gum, used gum, where you don't want it. I see some people and they're like, oh, look, she already has a boyfriend. Oh, look, she already has a boyfriend. Oh, she's already dating someone. I mean, I can't judge from every example of people I have no idea and I've never met. But statistically, I do know that toxic people are very actively looking for someone to be toxic to. They're going to stick out because they're going to have the right words and know what to say and make you feel good. They're smooth. They're manipulative. They're into image management. But we know later on, it turns into blame shifting and is a huge problem. So. I don't think, oh, I hope I find gum underneath a park bench. I'm pretty sure it's going to be there. Now, if I go into a store, I know that there's going to be fresh gum that I can purchase, okay? And that's what we're looking for is that fresh, minty, amazing, refreshing experience of a healthy partnership. But in the dating process, you're going to have new gum. You're going to have used gum. It's almost like flipping through a card deck. Sometimes you're going to flip over a 10. Sometimes you're going to flip over a 2. Sometimes you're going to flip over a jack. Sometimes you're going to flip over a 9. And as you're continuing to flip, eventually a king is going to come or an ace. So it's not that there's not a card in the deck. It's not that there's not good people out there. But if you're about to flip over a card and you're like, oh, I hope, 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 hope. Oh, please let this be king. Please let this be king. And you are so emotionally charged going into that date. Your defenses are going to be down. You're not going to show up as your best self. And I want you to be able to show up as your best self for every date, for every situation. Okay. The last thing is to starve the drama. If you've been in a toxic relationship, there is a very high chance your body has some chemical addiction to the drama of it. This happens to everyone. Please do not feel bad. I'm not saying you're a terrible person. You belong on, you know, Real Housewives of Dramaville or whatever. Like, I'm not saying that. But it is an up and down process. And that's why we get trauma bonded. That's why we start to feel like you're addicted to them. Because your body is addicted to the blast of cortisol, the blast of chemicals. So it's very important to not bring that into your next relationship. Now, what that means is 
I have so many people looking to go for two, go on one or two dates with someone or text someone, and then they want to teach them a lesson if that person does not act like they think they should. Well, he didn't text me back. He goes to me. I'm going to teach him a lesson. I'm going to tell him not to do that. I cannot tell you how highly I recommend not doing that. You have got to scream to the universe and scream to the nerve, your nervous system at the top of your lungs and say, no more drama, please. No more being addicted to the up and down, please. No more teaching people a lesson I've never met. I don't need to teach you a lesson. I don't know you. I don't need you to validate me. I don't need you to have chosen me. I don't know you. Do not bring the hammer and swing the hammer if somebody you have met three or four times doesn't do what you want. You are giving your body back all those chemicals that you don't want. You are teaching your mind and your body that relationships mean drama, that relationships mean pain. I have never, ever talked to a guy, nor have I talked to male dating coaches who said, you know, I had a guy and he misbehaved on a date. And someone he had met one time really sent him a really ugly text. And, you know, they told him he needed to grow up and be better and act different. And it changed his life forever. He was really different after that. He turned a corner. I'm so glad he listened to that person he had met one time. It's not happening. It is not happening. Save that energy for yourself. Do you feel rejected? Do you feel hurt? Do you feel upset? I totally understand. I'm not saying what they did is okay. I'm saying I don't care about them. I care about you. I care about your future. I care about them not flipping something on you and then saying, look, see, you're so crazy. I'm looking at relationships not involved with all this drama. That's toxic. I'm not saying you're toxic if you send someone a text because you're angry they ghosted you. I'm saying it is a big fat waste of your time. It is a biggest waste of your time that I can ever imagine. You should probably just do push-ups. If you want to do that and you want to not waste your time and use all that energy effectively, do push-ups, do burpees, go swim laps, go hike a mountain, go punch something, not someone, something like a punching bag or kickboxing. At least use that energy to burn some calories because it's not going to change them. It is a complete waste of your time and energy and it is sending signals to your heart, to your mind, that relationships are high drama and love is high drama. And then you get that energetic charge because you told them, you stood up to them, and then you have an emotional hit and you hit the ground and you're exhausted. Emotional high, emotional low. What is a toxic relationship? An emotional high, emotional low. Emotional high, emotional low. Starve the drama 
there's drama and then there's romantic relationships. They need to go in two different boxes and never connect for you anymore because a healthy relationship is not constant highs and lows. It's consistency. It's stability. It can still be sexy. It can still be fun. It can still be adventurous, but it's not chaos. So if you want to build your dating resistance, remember to be in the business of dating. Cut and paste. Don't put all your energy in someone you've never met or have only met once or twice. Okay? Leave hope at home until the person you've collected enough data or seen enough consistency from them that hope is safe to bring with you. You could even say, okay, be silly and kind of say, okay, Hope, I'm leaving you in the car. I'll talk to you when I get back, but I'm not bringing you in with me because that person hasn't earned it yet. And not in an unhealthy way of earning things. I, if I'm pinning all my hopes on strangers all the time, uh, there's, there's going to be some real um, difficulties in my life, in my emotional life. And then I want you to starve the drama. Starve the drama. Make it very clear to the universe. I am done with the drama. I will not bring the hammer and use it on someone I don't know. I will not bring the hammer and use it on someone I don't know. I'm going to save my energy for problems I can solve, which are not people I don't even know. And I'm not going to waste my energy on trying to change other people so that I feel better because you don't feel better. You go up and you go down. And I'm trying to prevent the crash on the other end. So I hope that helps. I'm going to bring hope with me on that conversation. And I hope that helps you on your journey to becoming toxic person proof. Are you loving the Toxic Person Proof podcast? Don't forget to check out the book, Becoming Toxic Person Proof. Clear the confusion and learn to trust yourself again. Available on Amazon and wherever books are sold. Hello, wonderful. This is Sarah, and I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I know that there was something that you can take away to help you get past the past, get real about the present, or get serious about your future. And if I did my job, then hopefully it will help you with all three. If you are not in my Facebook group, Finding Love and Success After a Toxic Relationship, then consider this your personal invitation from me. I'm there live. There's tons of support. And most importantly, tons more information to help you on your journey to become toxic person proof.